Do you ever set out to do something but don't actually achieve it in the end? And worse yet, you just beat yourself up about it. Well, a lot of people tell me that about learning the Irish language and I have the same feelings about learning other languages and doing other projects in my life. But there is a method, a science-based method, which in kind of commercial terms is called WHOOP. So WHOOP your life and I'll tell you about how to whoop your Irish language today. Hi, this is Owen from Bite Size Irish Gaelic and welcome to episode 75 of the Bite Size Irish Gaelic podcast. Yeah, welcome into the podcast. I got a YouTube comment lately on our Bite Size Irish Gaelic channel. And it was somebody saying, hey, you've restarted your podcast. Didn't know that. And yeah, that's true. Like about two years ago, as of recording this, I stopped the podcast, stopped recording because it just wasn't possible. Uh, given my life circumstances, little kids, really hard to organize um, interviews with people, although I was enjoying it. In the end, I got the impression that oh, this is just too much work. So I heard this podcast called Akimbo by a marketer I really respect, Seth Godin. And his format is, he basically gives a monologue, <laughs> first part of his podcast, and then he answers listeners' questions. And for me, that sounded like a great opportunity to, why not have a podcast? doesn't have to be an interview podcast and still try to give value and use to people who are interested in the Irish language. So here it is, episode 75 of the Bite Size Irish Gaelic podcast. So, I, as I said in the intro, Whoop My Life is, you can go to whoopmylife.org. It's nothing affiliated with Bite Size, it's just something I came across. So let me describe it to you. First of all, I think it's good to look back at your reasons, your motivations, your real, I guess, vision for your life. People have often told us that they'd like to learn the Irish language because that helps them make a real connection with their Irish heritage. And for me, I think it's something quite deep. Uh, you might be looking for what I would call a sense of belonging. And by establishing or re-establishing or strengthening your connection with your Irish heritage, you're making that connection back in history. And it's something so personal. It's in your DNA. It's what makes your cells. And so it's something really important for people. If you've come this far to wanting to speak the Irish language, well, I think that's uh, your life telling you something. It's not uh, something you should be briefly interested in. It's not something you should take lightly. I think your life is telling you something if you've come this far as to wanting to improve or to speak the Irish language. So people come to us at Bite Size Irish Gaelic with great intentions, uh, real motivations. But then there's a lot of reasons I hear, of course, and I don't blame people for this, reasons for not learning the Irish language. So there's the topic of I don't get around to it or I don't have time in my life. Um, what I always say to myself if I hear this reason, it's like, well, did you have a chance to check your Facebook newsfeed this morning? 
And if so, uh, it's not that you don't have time. You do have time in your life. It's just there's some other reason. There's some un other underlying, maybe unsaid reason that you're you haven't even told yourself straightforward why you don't want to tackle these big important projects like dipping into the Irish language. Uh, another reason is to say I'm too old. I'll never achieve any kind of fluency in the Irish language or an easy one to say is I'm not a languages person. Well, like, of course, you're a languages person. You speak a language. So for me, that's not a real reason either. Now, the way people teach you the language, that might be a reason that's confusing you of learning another language. But all these reasons for me, there are underlying things that maybe have a lot to do with what you tell yourself rather than what your circumstances are. So a sidestep from this WHOOP method is David Allen. He, he came up with a method called Getting Things Done, GTD. And I do follow this in my professional life and my everyday life. So it's a method of keeping track of what you have committed to doing in your life. And he has a book called Ready for Anything. And it's more like a series of blog posts in this book, but it really hit home with me. And one conclusion he had was that you don't do a big project. Like you don't redecorate home or you don't fix car no like those things are more like outcomes they're they're things that you can judge in the future that yeah I have achieved this outcome so when people tell me oh my goal is to learn the Irish language or even a more dangerous one I hear is I want to be fluent enough to hold a basic conversation in one year's time okay fair enough that's a big goal that's a big thing to achieve, but how are you going to get there? That's the real question. Because what David Allen says is that you don't do a project. The only thing you do is carry out a series of steps, series of tiny, small, bite-sized steps, uh, which will eventually get you to this outcome that you're trying to achieve. So what is this? What does this mean? Um, I find psychologist Jordan Peterson interesting too on his psychology side uh, he gets into political waters very quickly so I'm not going there but Jordan Peterson he says you can have these big lofty goals in life but you have to break them down into sub goals and not only that goals to achieve them in the end they come down to taking action and he went so far as to say like how are you going to carry yourself through space-time, through the space-time continuum to achieve that goal, to that future that you see yourself in? So do you get what I'm trying to say? What I'm saying is action. It's all about action. It's all about taking the next step. And how do you take the next step? Maybe there's something holding you back from taking that next step in the first place. And that's what I found with the WHOOP method uh, it's been really interesting applying it in my life. So the WHOOP method comes from a psychologist at New York University and the University of Hamburg. Her name is Gabriella Uttingen. I believe she's German, although I could be wrong. 
and she's worked on this with her colleagues as well over several decades so it's not only her but she basically gave it a brand name called WOOP W-O-O-P and it stands for the four steps in this method for achieving your goals or having a better chance at achieving your goals and for me I love this because if you're taking on learning the Irish language you have to be pretty honest with yourself like what would you like to achieve and then how will you achieve it and by the way you won't achieve it by setting aside half an hour of study time each Sunday it just doesn't work like that so something more regular probably but how do you how do you even realize that you should be taking those small regular actions so in the official words of whoop and like I said we don't have any affiliation with WHOOP. It's just some a method that I found really interesting in my life. It's science-based, based on psychology, based on how the human brain works. So WHOOP is a practical, accessible, evidence-based mental strategy that people can use to find and fulfill their wishes and change their habits. And I guess the last bit is the kicker. It's the toughie. <laughs> Uh, changing your habits or your which includes your thought habits how you talk to yourself how you tell yourself oh this is an obstacle uh, it's really hard first of all it's really hard to realize that you have these obstacles within you and second of all it's so hard to change ingrained habits in us because a habit I've read the metaphor as if it's like a groove so if you do something or think in a certain way it scratches a groove in your brain let's call it a pathway of neurons I don't know maybe that's I'm dipping into science too far so each time you do that thing the groove gets deeper it's it gets struck once again and let's say you've been thinking like this for the past 40 years that groove is really ingrained in your brain and it's very very hard to change but the first thing you can do is be uh, make yourself aware of some of these obstacles that you yourself you're putting in front of you so it's interesting I find it interesting that yeah things are hard like life is a struggle <laughs> we're all in pain um, but it's what you what you're going to do about it how you're going to take on the challenge of life are you going to tell yourself that the Irish language is too hard to learn or are you going to tell yourself yeah I'm going to take these five minutes every day to take this specific action to make the Irish language part of my everyday life. Isn't that so much, so different, those two approaches? And I love the second approach. All right, so the WHOOP method has four steps and I, I think I'll go through them briefly. Then I'll go through them in more detail and then I'll go through like how you would do it, when you do it and why you do it by the way first. And what we have at Bite Size Irish Gaelic, we've put in a tool where it's basically a guided form where you're whooping your Irish language. So this is absolutely great if you're learning the Irish language on your own or if you're learning the Irish language in a class. It's great to try out this tool and to share it with your classmates then. So what we have, I'll describe the method to you, but what you can do is come to www.bitesize.irish slash blog slash whoop. And from there, you'll, get, you'll find our tool for whoop, my Irish language. 
you could google whoop my irish language as well if you don't want to uh, go to the link or indeed you can go to the podcast show notes for this episode 75 so you go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast go to episode 75 the show notes and you'll get a link to resources there too we've got a presentation video recording and the form that you can submit it will guide you through the process and you submit your boop to Bite Size Irish Gaelic and we reply to you with any feedback we might have to help you on your Irish language journey. So the four steps. Step one is deciding what your wish really is. You probably have different wishes and they're probably on different horizons, timeline horizons. So you should probably pick a timeline horizon as in, is it, are you thinking about the next month, which you can do, whoop, you can choose the next week, you can choose the next year. Going past year might be a bit tricky because it's so hard to predict, right? But you could whoop for in three years time. What is your wish? What's important to you? That's step one. Step two is visualizing your best outcome. What would it feel like if you have achieved this wish? Step three is really the key uh, to the WHOOP method. It's asking yourself, what's your main inner barrier to achieving that wish? And I'll go through that in more detail. And step four is you make a plan. So you've identified your wish, you've identified your obstacle. So now it's your time to put your plan together and say, if I think a certain way or if I do a certain thing, that's your obstacle, then I will do something and that's your plan. So I'll go through the steps in a bit more detail and how you could do this, you could take notes, but you can go just Google really Bite Size Irish Gaelic, whoop my Irish language, and you'll get our tool. So you don't have to take notes if you don't want to, because you can just come to our tool, fill in the form, and you can do that as often as you'd like. So step one is identifying what is your wish. And like I said, you probably have different wishes um, around the Irish language but of course there's other wishes in your life that you want to achieve too so that's the lovely thing you can apply whoop to other areas in your life too but let's focus in on learning the Irish language so your job here in step one is to identify what's your real most important main wish what is it that you want to achieve and with whoop it's not good enough to I don't think well this is what Gabriella says it's not good enough to just jot down your idea quickly you have to dig deep and what this means is you have to have a place of mental space you can't have the tv on in the background probably you shouldn't be driving or you won't get the most use out of it when driving but give it a go if you are now listening to this podcast but to really make it effective you want to be in a place where you're thinking so you have to dig deep maybe ask yourself why do you want to achieve this wish is this what you really want 
is there something more important or practical that you want to achieve? Now, the important one important thing about the wish that you pick, Gabriella Ottingen tells us, is it should be you. You should believe that it stretches you, but that it's achievable, because they found that if you pick a goal that you simply don't believe in, that you don't think is achievable. Uh, this method does not seem to work so well. So you have to believe it in, in in it yourself. You shouldn't be fooling yourself. You should just pick a nice lofty wish, but something that you can realistically see yourself achieving in your life. So we go on to step two, and that's what is the best outcome? So. This is like a visualization step. So you've chosen your wish in step one. Step two is imagining how does it feel like if you've achieved this wish? What does it look like? Even what does it smell like or sound like? What's, what does your life look like uh, when, when you have achieved this, your everyday life? And this is can be a moment of reckoning because you can maybe at this point uh, realize like, oh, maybe that, that wish that I wanted to achieve isn't actually so important. So it's kind of like a safety check. So um, Dr. Uttingen gave the example of somebody wanting to be a doctor. So their, their wish was to be a doctor. And then the second step here was to imagine the best outcome. What would it be like? So they started realizing what the hard work they had planned for themselves would be in front of them in the hospital working shift work and working long hours and this particular person decided that their wish was not actually something that they wanted to achieve when they realized what it would be like when they really achieved this wish that they had so it's i find it it's a bit tricky to distinguish the wish and the ideal outcome but there is a difference this step two figuring out the ideal outcome it really uh, forces you to visualize uh, what it would be like. And it, it, like I said, it's a safety check. So if this outcome does not feel right to you, maybe you should go back to step one. If step two really feels like a great outcome that you'd like to achieve, keep going. So step three is an important one here. It's what is your main inner obstacle? And the question is, what's within you that's holding you back? And this can either be like on an emotional side or it could be an internal belief that you almost uh, tell yourself without even realizing. So you have to think deeply, like what is it really that's holding you back? I was listening to a podcast interview with Dr. Uttingen and it was interesting, she did the WHOOP method with uh, the interviewer who was talking about giving blood and why he was kind of holding back from giving blood because that for him that was an important goal in his life and he wasn't getting there. And it, it, it opened my eyes because it, it showed that she was really digging deep here in step three. She kept going back to him saying, Okay, that's fine. You can't schedule time in your life. But what's holding you back? What's within you that's holding you back from achieving this wish? So I think the best way to do this is to give it a go. When you're going through the WHOOP method, 
what is it within you uh, in step three that what's holding you back from uh, learning to speak the Irish language? Is it that you're telling yourself that you're too old? Is it are you telling yourself that you you're not good enough? Are you telling yourself you're not skilled for this approach? Because most often there'll be a more logical response that you can work out on your own. It's like, okay, you tell yourself you're too old. Too old for what? Is it too old for listening, putting on Radio Nagrantachta in the morning and listening to a bit of the Irish language? No, you're probably not too old to do that. Like, you're putting up these uh, artificial barriers for yourself saying, oh, I'll never be fluent in the Irish language. Maybe being fluent isn't the the workable outcome in your life. That doesn't stop you from making the Irish language part of your everyday life. And step four, this is the probably the most practical part of the boop method. You make a plan. So you've identified your wish around the, speaking the Irish language and you've identified the main obstacle you have. And this obstacle, it's your inner obstacle. It's something, a form of thinking or an emotion within you, a, a negative emotion that you've detected within you when you for example, tell yourself, I'd like to speak the Irish language. Well, listen to your gut. Are you suddenly thinking, oh, this is too overwhelming? Well, make a plan. So the format is you do if, obstacle, then plan. So if I think like this, then I will do this. So for me, it's hard to come up with this plan, but I think it should be action oriented. So your plan should be telling yourself something or taking a physical action even better I think so if I feel overwhelmed in learning the Irish language then I will put on radio for five minutes isn't that like for just for example isn't that a nice little step a nice little way to get yourself to take action instead of uh, doubting yourself and getting stuck Okay, so that's um, a review of the four steps. So if you come to www.bitesize.irish slash blog slash whoop, that's where we have our form where you can fill in each step, step by step in a form and submit your answers to Bitesize Irish Gaelic. And this free tool uh, will give you personal feedback as best we can um, to give you some feedback on your goals. So to step back a bit, so why would you whoop your Irish language? Well, you're you're leveraging what science knows about psychology. Uh, instead of beating yourself up, you're taking a method that's been proven to work pretty effectively. Okay, so that's the first thing. Second thing is you're it gives you a way out of beating yourself up. So if you're beating yourself up and saying, oh, I, I'm really lacking here. I should be learning the Irish language a lot more often. Well, you don't have a right to be beating yourself up about it anymore. Okay, and now on to when do you whoop? Well, you can whoop right now. Uh, like I said, you don't need to be in a certain place to start whooping. 
but Dr. Oettingen does recommend that you give yourself the mental space. So somewhere that you can't be interrupted, where you don't have notifications chiming in at you, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, and do whoop, uh, do whoop you choose. Do you want to whoop for a goal in a week's time, which might be quite practical actually, instead of aiming too high. Or you could extend that for whooping the next three years. So you pick a goal, like a vision of in three years time. So you can whoop right now, but you can also whoop whenever you feel stuck. So whenever you feel like, oh, I've been really uh, holding back. I, I haven't been doing this properly. I, I haven't lived up to my expectations. That's a great time to sit down and whoop. And to finish this off really, how do you whoop? Well, I've gone through the four steps. So you can go through the four steps in your mind, or you can write that, write your answers down on paper, which personally, I like pen and paper, pencil and paper, and I find it a great way to think out my thoughts, to document my thoughts. So I love doing it on paper. And your other option is our tool that I've been telling you about, a free tool, where you go to Bite Size Irish Gaelic. So you go to www.bitesize.irish slash blog slash whoop. And there we have a free tool. It's a form that guides you through each of the four steps. So take your time, think through the steps and document your answers. And you submit that form to Bite Size Irish Gaelic. And we'll reply to you if we can with any feedback and help on how to help you achieve your Irish language goals. So I hope this tool is a real, it's a real way to unstick yourself. If you're feeling stuck, now you have a tool to help yourself get out of that sticky feeling and giving up. Basically, we don't want you to give up on your Irish language dreams. Like if the Irish language, if Irish culture, Irish music has been such a calling in your life, that's your life telling you something. Don't give up on it. Don't say, oh, I can't do this. I'm too busy. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm too old. Please don't let yourself tell yourself that because that's so damaging and you can make such an impact in your own life and then uh, in the lives of other people around you when you share your enthusiasm around you rather than giving up. Just don't give up. So this is your tool to come back to you can whoop your Irish language as often as you like. Um, do it every week. Uh, do it for your yearly review. <laughs> do it when you're feeling like, ah, where am I going with this? Oh, I'll never achieve this. Then that's the time to whoop your Irish language. And I hope uh, you get a good uh, use out of the tool. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So you can record your own thoughts about this whoop tool. Whoop My Irish Language, you can go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast and there's a big button there and just make sure you're maybe in a quiet place and you hit the button and you can record your question. It's easy, you don't have to install anything, your phone will work, your, you can do it on your computer if you've got a microphone and you can record your question as clearly as possible please and then we can feature it in the podcast in a future episode. Okay, onto the listener questions portion of this podcast. I love getting 
recordings of your questions on the podcast. If you notice, we don't feature any written questions in the podcast. I won't read out your question unless it's I choose it to be a main topic of the show of based on like an email that I've gotten from somebody. So to be part of this show, it's not not good enough to listen. You have to record your question. So you just go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast and hit the button to record your question. So our question this time comes from Val in California. Over to you, Val. Dear it, Owen. It's Val Anamnam, O California. My question is this. In America, if we want to get someone's attention and we don't know their name, or if we're in a conversation and we just want to refer to them again without knowing their name, we may use the words sir or ma'am. This is more polite than just shouting, hey, you. How would you do this in Irish? What would be the proper words to use? Well, thanks so much, Fallon. We've been emailing since you recorded your question too, so it's been a pleasure so far uh, being in touch with you. So, Valia, we're talking about the vocative case uh, in a way, um, which I love. You get the vocative case, that's a grammatical term, but uh, let me give you an example. In English, there was a vocative case, and vocative is basically how you address somebody, like when you're trying to get somebody's attention. And the most famous example of the vocative case is Romeo and Juliet, because in that play, we say, Oh, Romeo, oh, Romeo. So <laughs> Juliet is calling out for Romeo and she's saying, oh, Romeo. And that was the vocative case in the English language, which has since really dropped out. It's died off. We don't use it in everyday speech, right? But that's the vocative case. It used to be in English more. So in the Irish language, uh, Val, you asked how to address somebody you don't know. Yeah, it can be, like I told you over email, it can be pretty formal. Like you could say at whistle, at whistle when you're addressing a man and that's like sir. But for me, that's so formal. I wouldn't even use that. I can't see a case in my life where I would use that. So I'm going to immediately kind of sidestep that question and say like, what's more practical? And a simple one is maybe not one that people love because it's saying i'm sorry but you say you can say i said ah by mistake but that's a but in irish language you can say gavmaleshgel and that's i'm sorry that's the equivalent to say i'm sorry gavmaleshgel gavmaleshgel so you run it all together, so you'd say that to somebody, for example, if you were in a store in the Gaeldacht, you say, and they'll probably turn around to you and say, I'm not going to speak the Irish language to you. Okay, that's a bit uh, biased, but it could be the case. <laughs> but I, I suggest that you at least try it out. So Val, that's my best answer, my, my practical answer to you on how to address somebody when you're like trying to get their attention especially if you're in the Gaeltacht Irish language areas of Ireland, for example, west of Dingle and the Dingle Peninsula. So Val, thanks so much for being part of this podcast. It was a pleasure and I get the impression that Val, you've been learning the Irish language and you're quite diligent at it. Um, and it's great to uh, get your uh, get your views on this. So Val and everybody else, you can come to bitesize.irish.com 
slash podcast and record your own question for the podcast. So to finish off, uh, thanks to Tsukumo, whose music you hear on this episode, as every episode with Bite Size Irish Gaelic, you can come to www.bitesize.irish. We've got a free trial. Uh, you can try the Bite Size Irish Gaelic program online. For the enthusiast membership plan, we've got videos. We've got we're filling up more quizzes on our on our online lessons. We've got monthly conversation practice calls where you can show up and test out some of your Irish language or at least learn from others around you. It's led by a teacher and as you're a member, you've got email support with our Irish assistant support. So you're not left on your own. It's not a serve yourself online course. It's you're a member, you've got absolute right to come and ask us questions. And I think that's the real differentiator with Bite Size Irish Gaelic. We don't leave you on your own. We care. <laughs> we want to help you. So thanks for listening to this episode and I look forward to hearing from you. Slán!